Hey, what's up, everybody? Elite Tarafter back with a new episode at The Wealth Ladder. Today, we're going to talk about fueling your business growth. It's going to be part one as we have several parts to this. And of course, we're going to segment out those parts sparingly. So as we go through more content in this podcast, uh, you have some unique diversity there. But today, let's focus on the part one of fueling your business growth. What are some of the things that you can do to grow your business? And how do you focus on making sure that you have the best tools and resources available to you today so that you can do this you know, without compromising, without a lot of effort from your side to put in. First thing we're going to talk about is your sales methodology, right? A lot of people have a great business. A lot of people have a great product or service. They have a good brand and a reputation. And with all these type of things that they have on their side as an asset, which is a strength, there's several weaknesses that they haven't really considered and have overlooked. Some of that includes the sales methodology. And the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of people think that if you're getting regular customers and a regular frequency and you're getting X amount of dollars per week from your business, it's an, an incredible, uh, consistent system that you can rely on, depend on to make income for generations to come. And albeit that that is true, one thing that is very flawed about that is that I don't see any growth there. And therefore, it is not really an attractive type of business for any legitimate investor who is looking for opportunity or let alone any other competitor who may potentially want to buy your business due to the type of skill, which would allow you to take a much bigger check if you were to sell your business than a measly smaller amount that has just a very bare-bone dependency level business. So your sales methodology is very important because that would improve the frequency of the amount of times you sell per week or let's say per month and how often you sell. So concentrate on those things at the beginning. So what the means by that is, let's say if you have a healthy business and you're running your business, and it's operating at full scale, and you have the time to sit down one day and say, well, let's look at how we explore going from point A to point Z in terms of selling our customers. How do we comprise of our sales methodology? What is the steps needed in order to go from a brand new customer who is not aware of what the type of business we are to the point where we have a, a transaction completed with that same customer? And if you follow that, and if you break that down, and if you start seeing that there's um, consistency there, you're going to start learning and appreciating that, hey, the sales process is something that I need to concentrate on or the sales process is something that I need to focus on to grow my business, number one, and to make sure that it is something that has a component where it's easy for me to dissect, to see what are some of the weaknesses within that sales process that I can improve and how can I put infrastructure in it to make it more seamless, to make it effortless, right? So, that requires for you to understand how your sales process works from A to Z. You really have to dissect that. You have to understand every single component of that sales process because if you don't, it traditionally means that you don't have control over your sales process, which means you don't necessarily have a highly dependable income that comes in. Even though you have a very stable business, it can get damaged at any given point. Like look at the pandemic or look at the type of situation we've just going through. Uh, you know, you, you can have inconsistencies there. So, you need to dissect it. You need to understand the specifics of the sales process. You need to know how it works. You need to know exactly what are some of the components that allow your sales system to function efficiently and what are some of the things that you can do to remove some of the weaknesses if you were to observe it long enough to see that, yeah, this is causing pain in my sales process. If I were to remove it, I can, let's say, speed up my sales process or I can improve more of the type of income that I make. So observe your sales process and the sales methodology. That's the first step. The second step when it comes to filling your business is something called the creative sales composition. 
CSC for that short, you know, time uh, word. So the creative sales composition, really, what it is, is looking at the way that you're selling, and what are some of the additional ways that you can add a mix, or perhaps some unique angle, or perhaps a unique, you know, system in its entirety into your business that would allow you to create a sales process uh, that would bring you more customers and revenue at the end of the day, right? So a lot of people have their own one system sales process and they think this is it. This is the most dependable. And even if you were to improve it based on our discussion just previously on looking at your sales methodology, uh, you know, it's not enough. It's not enough because you want scale. You want to create scalability. To create scalability, you have to literally dissect not only the, the sales methodology you have, but what are some of the different avenues you can explore to improve the type of sales that you're doing. So creative sales composition requires you to, basically that's what it means, composition, right? To create and compose different methods and different systems into your business that will allow you to creatively sell more. And what I mean by creatively can be something that goes from an ongoing discussion to creating content for your business. Perhaps it could be videos, it could be a podcast such as this, uh, it could be trade shows, it could be something that you do a demo of of your product and you, you do a cooking show or something like that. Uh, that enables you to connect not only with your customers, but also improves your sales methodologies and compose more sales processes into your business by generating more revenue. Um, so if you think about that, that's one of those things that a lot of people are overlooking as well. Healthy or not, this is a process that you have to actively continue maintaining. Composing new creative sales processes requires for you to deep dive into how your customers behave, which we're going to talk about soon. But I just want you to think about that. So once again, it's called creative sales composition. Compose new sales methodologies creatively within your business that allows you to bring more customers, maybe a diverse range of new type of customers altogether based on a new market uh, that you feel would be a strong add to your existing customer base and just go from that angle. The third thing we're going to talk about is make it easy for your customers to buy more often. So a lot of people say that generating new revenue is a lot more complicated than generating revenue from existing clients. And that is 100% true. So if you're looking at your business, outside of the type of stuff that you already offer, what can you do to reward loyalty? right? And for that matter, why don't you create a program that rewards loyalty? In addition to that, there's value-add services that complements your existing products or service. A lot of people are one, you know, one-trick pony and they stick to one thing and that's it, that's all. But the reality is there's a lot more that you can do with that. So if you were to think about some of the things that your business does, products or service-wise, there's room there to maybe add other things. There's room there that maybe potentially you can do things that enables you to generate more sales because of with from your existing customers because you have some process that enables them to buy more often from you. And this is where loyalty is rewarded. This is where a complimentary product or service at a loyalty discount enables you to connect even more with your customers and offers them more value at the same time than they would get elsewhere. So a lot of people will feel that this is an incredible way of growing their business because at the end of the day, it is, right? If you look at some of the bundles that telecom communication companies offer to the food discounts that you're getting, uh, to the franchises and all these type of things in terms of like what they do and in, 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 you know com- composing a creative bundle that allows their customers to buy more frequently and regularly, uh, whether it be a subscription service, that's another thing you can sell. Now, a lot of people think, well, food business, you don't necessarily have a subscription service. And the reality to that is that it's not necessarily true. You can. You can say if you subscribe on a monthly basis, you get a free X amount of meals. On top of that, you can order and you get an X amount of percentage off per each order. And if it's a regular customer and you know they've been coming for a while, then offering something of that kind of value 
is, is, is a direct form of appreciation towards the customer, but also let the, giving them, hey, why do you appreciate our business? Why do you like our food? And if so, can you can you voice your opinion so that other, can, other people can hear it? And we'd appreciate that. And, and just getting that feedback allows you to work with an infrastructure that enables you to create a solid loyalty program that's basically voiced by customers themselves that is designed for customers. You see what I'm saying? So you have to start thinking about these type of things, right? So again, the method here is sell more often to your regular customers and make it easy for that. The final point when it comes to fueling your growth in your business is understand the customer psychology and accommodate them effortlessly. And what I mean by that is look at some of the pain points that your customers are going through, not necessarily from your specific business, but those of your competitors, perhaps, that have been, you know, complaints online. There have been reviews that are being done. Uh, you know, you as a business owner, you have to communicate. You're a human being at the end of the day. People come to do business with you, but people come to do business because of the type of business culture you've established. With that said, have some sort of embed, embedding of a, a new design in your established culture that enables you to understand your customer deeper and you can accommodate those type of pain points effortlessly by putting in systems that has continuous dialogue with them. And what I mean by that is be communicating with your customers regularly more often. Don't just hang there and have a business and let people buy your stuff and then forget about you. Be part of a dialogue. Be part of a conversation that accommodates their pain by, you know, griefing with them or let's say empathizing with them and saying that you are going to fix that, that issue and, and be the leading driving factor behind that change and demonstrate that you care by designing products and services that are tailored around getting rid of those pain points effortlessly as well. And if you see what your customers are saying and you're having an open dialogue, automatically you have some sort of market that you have access to that enables you to make more revenue if you just pay attention to it. It's basically an automated customer sales process right there. That's one of those composition designs that we talked about in creative sales. So just keep that in mind. So continue doing so by understanding, like I said, your customer psychology, their pain points, and like I said, accommodate them and be as effortless as possible and continue your dialogue with your customers you know, and, and do all the wonderful things that I just described in this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode on fueling your business growth, which was part one. We'll have several other parts as we continue our podcast journey together. If you've been following me for a while and you're enjoying the content that I'm sharing here, consider subscribing to the podcast. Don't forget to give it a rating so other business owners or individuals such as yourself who know potential business owners can get access to this information. And if you would like what you're here today, I would encourage you to go ahead and share it with business owners potentially or yourself just to other business owners to create a collective community that is moving forward and thriving together. With that said, this is your guide and mentor, Ali Tarafter. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye for now.